Tracy? You are correct. Let's go. <laughs> Get out of here, Matt. Let's All go. Right. We're just, we're, we're each one for, we both failed. Yeah, we both, so. yeah, we're, we're tied. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Drinks and Diamonds podcast. I am Richter and Phillips Marketing Director, Rebecca. And today I have with me Matt and not Blake, but Tracy. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. Hi, guys. How's it going? Going too good. It's going yeah. too good. Super. What's new? Nothing much. Just selling watches like normal. Wow. Having a good time. That's great. Matt, what's new? What's new in the workshop? Um, nothing. We talked to the Lidditz Watch Technicum today about a potential new addition to our watch department sometime next year. Oh, that's Ooh. exciting. So a new, a fresh graduate. I hope so. Yeah. When do yes. they graduate? July. Will July they be going to year. the the big prestigious school afterwards? They will. Um, they have a new program where the graduates, the second half of their second year, basically intern um, on the job training, essentially. So it'd be very interesting oh, to see how that'll that unfolds. Be fun. Very cool. From at you know, distance learning uh, for us, we would be sending work pieces to them uh, under supervision. And so we'll see. It's all new to me. It's not the way it worked when I was there, nor was it that way when Emma was there. So it should be interesting to see how this process goes. Yeah. Did you sell them on Cincinnati? We did sell them on Cincinnati. Yeah. How could you not want to come to Cincy? I know, True right? enough. Yeah. One of the, one of the students is from uh, Columbus. And I had forgotten it was a WebEx and there were many people on there. And I'd forgotten that we consulted with this guy while he was in the application process to Lidditz. And it's happened quite a few times over the years. But this person, um, most of the people we've consulted with have gotten in. I don't know if that's a a byproduct of our recommendation or, or how that works. but it must be a lucky token or something. Mm-hmm. Could be. I don't know. They've, they've sent people from around the region in to see me over the years, and now Emma also. And uh, I don't know. That's a, it's a high compliment. Wow. Shaping the future of watchmaking. Making watchmaking cool again. I got to say, exactly. you probably, probably are the best watchmaker that I know. Wow. How probably many do you know? Two. Wow. And they're both here. He's the best one. Don't tell Emma. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So do they graduate in the summertime next year then? or uh, Yeah. The end of July. Okay. 2024. So these are going to be typically like younger people? They are typically younger people. Okay. So are you going to be like cool and like hip with the young people? Do you like know what's going on nowadays? I'm hip. Fashion, eh, you know? I think, I don't think so. Fashion? <laughs> Corn, you, know, you only know me in these four walls, buddy. That's and, true. Uh, I got it. You know, I've, I've got it more going on than you think. I'm sure we have. We got one beer together, and I heard a couple of stories, and kind of opened my eyes about you. But yeah, well, yeah we, all ep- good things. A few episodes ago, we have on record that you own cargo shorts. So I do not own cargo shorts. <laughs> Let's not let that 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 rumor camp be getting around. <laughs> and I I went through my drawer when I got home just to make sure that they had been. <laughs> and he I threw them out. I believe that. Yeah. He probably <laughs> threw them out. The couple that he had there. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of summer fashion and if you are cool we have a game that i wanted to play today Mm. this game is called which watch which watch it's a game where i show you a celebrity and you tell me which watch 
they were wearing at a specific occasion. And don't worry, it is multiple choice. Bring it on. We do have visual aids. Since this is a podcast, I do ask that you maybe expand upon what you're seeing um, on the screen and let people know so that they also have a visual of what we are talking about. Matt, do you know who this person is? Uh, I don't think so. It's The weekend. The weekend. It is The weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know who The weekend is? I, I know what The weekend is. <laughs> I do know The weekend. Uh, I didn't want to guess wrong, so yeah. thanks, Corn. No problem. <laughs> All right. Well, this is The weekend, and this was this past weekend at the premiere of his new show, The Idol, which I'm very excited to see. I don't know if either of you have heard of it. Mm-mm, I have not. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks really good. It's about like a cult leader that gets uh, intertwined with a uh, burnt out pop star and basically sucks her into a cult. So the so weekend's cool. acting now. He's an actor. Um, evidently. I guess so. Evidently so. See what his watch game's up to. All right. So this is what he uh, was wearing. Can you, Tracy? Yep. Can you yeah. S- so he's wearing a full black suit, black bow tie with a with a white button down underneath, just a classic black suit. Classic black suit. All right. So for the timepiece options, what timepiece did the weekend wear? Can you see these? Mm, yes, I can. What do we got here, Matt? We have uh, hmm, a Linguist Gold High Jewelry Watch, uh, Piaget, uh, Patek, two different Pateks. Mm-hmm. One and two Nautilus. Piaget. That's yep. Piaget up there. Oh, it is. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that he. I'm going to say In that he was wearing. Black suit? The bottom left Patek. Why is the that? The grand complication. He seems like that type of a dude. Yeah, That's he's a, got a lot of money. He's so got a lot of money and seems to be interested in ah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Very techy uh, based on the music that I've heard. And didn't he do a Super Bowl show? Yeah, he did. Year before last. That was a little bit crazy. <laughs> Yeah, little loopy. Yeah, so I'm going with that one. I'm going to go top right. I'm going to go... Uh, the Piaget Chrono? Yeah, the Chrono, that one. Yeah, I'm going to go top right because he's wearing the black suit. I'm thinking he's not going to throw the brown in with that. I'm thinking he's going to go a little more... I don't know if that's white gold or stainless steel on that piece. I'm assuming white gold. Yes. For what the money it's that he's got. It's white gold and diamond. Yeah, I'm going top right. All right. Well, Tracy, you were right with the brand. But not the oh, watch. He wore yeah. he wore this Piaget, which is a yellow and white gold sapphire or yellow sapphires with white gold. Okay. Um, it's their limelight style. Yeah, that matches. Um, I had never heard of Piaget before. Maybe that's crazy. Have you heard of it? I have. I've never seen one though. I don't. You've think. heard of it, obviously. You've heard mm-hmm. of every watch. Um, well, before we move on, here's the weekend wearing the watch. I guess that fits. It looks a little small. It does look a little small. That Maybe may or may not be a theme throughout these. Setting the trend. Something mm-hmm. I wanted to say that, w- that I thought was interesting uh, with Piaget was that they were a pioneer of the ultra-thin movement with the thinnest automatic movements created during that time. Isn't that is, true? I think they still have the award for the thinnest mechanical movement. Is that that Ferrari watch? No, it's... um. I don't remember what the line is, but it's like two and a half millimeters thick or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And and they actually, when they created it, it was targeted towards men. So usually when I think smaller, I'm thinking women, but they created it and targeted 
it towards men. And they also have a, a line of jewelry that they do. And I found this watch that I thought was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Which is one of the most expensive watches that they've made. It was the Piaget Imperador Temple Watch. Have wow. you heard of it? Uh, yeah. I don't know much about it. It's gorgeous. What's yeah. that center stone? Do you have details? That's just a pure straight diamond in the middle like that? For the listeners yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. For the listeners at home. <laughs> this is so a- this timepiece is crazy looking because it is two timepieces in one. So it's two that are nestled inside of the wristlet. Um, it has 481 brilliant cut diamonds. And in the center is a large emerald cut diamond on the crest. And the second timepiece has a Polynesian pearl di- dial, and it was three point three million dollars. Jeez, oh Pete, that's crazy. Looks like the the new the one of the Jacob and Co watches, the billionaire watch, kind of has a resemblance of that. You and your Jayco. I love Jacob and Co. What do you love about it? They're just the craziest watchmaker out there. They just make twenty million dollar watches. He's a wannabe baller. That's all. I'm gonna be baller. That's oh, you're gonna yeah. be I'm gonna, the baller. I'm gonna be baller. Oh. Yeah. Well, I can't after wait to see that. After he gets his first Ferrari, he's going to go ahead and get a Jacob. I'm thinking after my second one, I'll get the Jacob. There you go. Oh, well, next <laughs> we have something that I that Sarah claims Tracy will be an expert on. We have Eddie Redmond. Oh, I already know what he wore. <laughs> appeared this month <laughs> on the steps of the Met Gala mm-hmm. wearing a specific timepiece. Uh, do I even need to say what brand it is? Omega. Okay. So I thought that one might be a little easy. So yeah. Is he an ambassador? We have we have an array of Omegas here. Which which watch did he did he wear? And which watches do you see to choose? So we got a Speedmaster, a Constellation, an Aqua and two, two, two Aquateras. Yeah, two Aquateras. I'm going with number one, the first one on there, the Aquaterra um, White Gold, I believe is Is this insider info? Um a little bit. Kind of the last podcast, we kind of hinted on this, but I don't think we talked about the specific watch. Mm. I think I, it might, it could be the other Aquaterra, but I believe it's- I'm going it's, with the other Aquaterra. Uh, I Bottom think left I'm with going, it. What is that? A, the green dial? Uh, it's a beige dial. Yeah. Like beige. A, yeah. So based on his outfit here, Tracy, why'd you pick that one? Um. Well- I kind of know he's an uh, Omega ambassador, so that kind of helps. But the reason I think he picked that is because Aquaterra is a little bit more classier and kind of hits that kind of sporty kind of dress feel. Um, And the one that he specifically went with is the white, or that I'm thinking is the white gold. So I know he's got the money to kind of get a nicer piece. So that's kind of why I'm going with that one. And Matt's going Aquaterra shades with the beige 38 Mm -hmm. millimeter. Mm -hmm. And he is correct. Dang it. Thought I Matt knew it. is correct. Dang so it. far, cool points. One Matt. Mm-hmm. Zero Tracy. That's fine. Jeez. <laughs> I'll get him on the next one. So he is on one it's of our billboards. We corn. have his face upstairs in quite yeah, a few is. places. <laughs> um, he has been repping the Aquaterra shades for a while. They have tons of colors. And I just wondered, Matt, if you think there's any rhyme or reason to how Omega has been choosing their colors for the Aquateras and what color you think they should do next. Mm, I don't know. The, they run their gamut at this point in terms of shades, and I don't think they should really change up that color at all. They could do some darker tones or something on the same. But the, the metallic finish is, is gorgeous. We've uh, Those watches launched last March, uh, March of 22, and we've not seen them here yet. Mm-mm. 
So apparently they've been deliverable to boutiques, but not so much for the lowly Midwest retailers. Um, we're anticipating that. I don't, I don't know the answer to your question because I haven't seen the breadth of the line and all of them in person. Ask me again after we get some. <laughs> I will. We'll have a whole talk about it. They're beautiful. It. I think that the there have been some launches from some brands over the last few years with very colorful dials. And obviously that sort of metallic light blue or Tiffany blue has been an all the rage. And now several other brands are moving into like mint greens and still hanging on to those kind of Tiffany style blues or sky blues. And um, I think those will remain timeless. There's been a few other brands launching some very vibrant colored dials that people are going to look down in five to 10 years and say, oh man, why did I spend the 7,500 bucks on this? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, they unless you're like a very active collector, I would say if you have like a very wide range of watches, it's like, why not go into the crazier ones? Mm -hmm, but sure. I think the Aquaterra does have like really great pigmentation it's just so vivid totally yeah i think the one color i would like to see is we do have a green one here right now um like a kind of a lighter green is what i'd like to see almost like a like a pistachio green it would be, i think would be kind of cool kind of like that because we, we have a green one up there right now it's a little bit dark when you get it in different shades of light it looks black and then in a bright light it'll look green i think a lighter green might be a attractive look for the aquaterra yeah it absolutely would for sure all right, let's go to our next person. Here's Eddie, by the way, with his date. Oh, lovely. Wearing the watch. He's very cute. All right, up next, we have a past vampire, Alexander Skarsgård. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with him? I am not. You haven't seen True Blood? I have not. Go on. Me neither. I think I, reckon, I think I recognize him, but I haven't seen the movie. It's a TV show. Oh, well, never mind. Then take that back. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Well, this is Alexander Skarsgård, and he's in um, a lot of different things. He just was in a movie that just came out, um, True Blood. Um, he was in another HBO show. I can't remember the name of it at the moment. But this was him when he appeared on the steps of the Met, just like Eddie did. Um, he is wearing an interesting watch, which there is a hint this watch is considered a grail-worthy timepiece, is what they say. Mm, all right. So, here are the options. Grail-worthy, eh? And mm -hmm. I don't see really many grail-worthy pieces on there. Yeah, so we're seeing a TV-shaped case Omega Constellation, probably out of the 70s. They made these kind of funky tube TV-shaped crystals. Uh, an Omega Constellation? A Patek Philippe. Looks like a fifteen eighteen perpetual calendar and an uh, early reference seven nine two three. I think Tudor Submariner. I am going uh, B uh, because perpetual calendar and steel from Patek from that era is. I don't know. I've never seen one in the metal. Uh, so B. I like your answer there. I think, well, you know, Patek's always people's grail watch, and that one has just about everything somebody would want with on it. But I'm going to go with, if you want B, I'm going to go C with a Tudor Submariner. That's one of my personal favorite Tudors from back in the day. And it's definitely not a grail watch for a lot of people, but I think it's a very, very cool piece. So I'm going to go with C. So when I was looking at the Tudor Sub, which he did not wear, 
um, people kept saying it was like a Franken watch or something. I've seen it. They have some Rolex parts on there. It really? says Tudor, but it had like a crown. What? Who said it was a Franken watch? I don't know. Just resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be. It could have uh, parts that don't belong on it or aftermarket parts. I don't see anything that well, stands we've, out. We've seen a couple watches here that'll have a Rolex crown, Rolex case back. That's what they did for yeah, a long time. Yeah, it had time. like a crown on the... Mm-hmm. Yep. So I guess people will call it a Franken-watch, but it's not technically a Franken-watch. It's not the, the parts that are meant to be on it. It just, just says Rolex on it. And they said it was a manual wind diving watch, and that was kind of odd, apparently. Not odd at all. The wow. uh, the 1954 model that just the Tudor Black Bay 1954 uh, that just launched um, is based on the original Tudor Submariner from 1954, which was a manual wind, and that series ran six years or something, maybe. Uh, no uh, fact checking on that other end. I'm just speculating. <laughs> I think that was what it was, but the, it's kind of a nuts and bolts copy, except a 54 re-edition is an automatic, but it's also very thin. Um, I thought it looked so cool. It yeah. is extremely cool. The, it's really the, pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. the vintage um, Tudor subs are as nuanced as the vintage Rolex subs of the same ilk. Yeah, and they patina very well too. So a lot of the older ones we see look really, really cool. Yeah, I'm sure. That's awesome. Well, you're both wrong. He actually wore the Omega Constellation with the TV case. And that's considered a, a grail? grail over a steel <laughs> perpetual <tech>. calendar protect. <laughs> that's a, all right. These well. are other all right, Rebecca. <laughs> I looked up other grail watches and completed my multiple choice options. Mm-hmm. All so, right, listeners, which one would you have chosen? <laughs> yes, yeah. Which do you believe is the yeah, grail watch? The probably the patek. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with this scars guard guy. Yeah, he, he doesn't look like he wears a patek. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Uh, before we go to the next one, I do want to point out that I think it's interesting that um, you're considering what watch the individual would have chosen, um, probably because, you know, watches are so personal. It's a very intentional choice to like wake up and put on a specific watch in the morning. However, for these like red carpet appearances, I think the brands choose what they want on individual 100 yeah i completely yeah so i agree with that i've been like just thinking a lot lately of how much vintage i've been seeing on the red carpet or like references to vintage um and i'm starting to see a pattern in that in red carpet watches hmm. so yeah i what think do you think about that? i think when uh roger federer wore the 1908 at the gala i don't think he was like one of the first people out in the public wearing mm-hmm. a the new rolex so i'm sure rolex had some say to maybe wear that piece or pick between three pieces and he chose that you know something like that i'm sure yeah for that's just an example i i think that they probably told him to wear that yeah it totally makes sense um there's just yeah i think there's a huge resurgence in like wanting that uh vintage or vintage inspired piece do Mm -hmm. you feel that or do you see a lot of brands that are creating or recreating vintage inspired timepieces, or do you feel like it's going on a new trajectory I don't know. I, I think that's probably true for any brand ambassadors, and Federer is a longtime brand ambassador. I've been to some events with many different brands that we carry here, and if if there's lodging or something like that, oftentimes the staff at the hotels and the restaurants will, have, will be wearing timepieces from whatever brand is hosting. So I think that's probably an emphasis that's shifted. I'm not sure it's always been done, but it's definitely being done now. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting. 
All right, so I have one more for you. It's my celebrity crush. All comes down to this one. This is for the win. All comes down to this one. And so far, Matt has more cool points than you. That's fine. This is my, who I love, my celebrity crush. Timothy Chalamet. Oh, God, yeah. I'm not a fan at all, but let's do it. I know his watch isn't going to be that good. (laughs) Did you put a heart over the watch? I did. Yeah, I did. To hide it (laughs) so you can't see it. Um, He's the master of sartorial finesse. Is this Timothy a picture Chalamet. of your mirror, like on your dressing table at home, <laughs> like just a like collage of photos of? This is anyway. I'm his, leaving that alone. I mm-hmm. created this today for your viewing pleasure, it's so a, you could see his personality. It's a mood yeah. board. You can go down to the watches now. <laughs> it's a real mood. Could, it's, a, it's a real good mood there. Um, yeah. So this is the picture that we're talking about right here. This is a casual post that he did on an Instagram story. Or something um, a few about four weeks ago. So, what watch does Timothy Chalamet casually wear when he's taking a selfie, uh, a careless Gotta selfie be in the mirror? Cassio. Let's see. We have a Hamilton quartz piece, ladies' watch, a Seiko diamond collection watch, Hermes Cape Cod, and a Cartier. What is that thing? Pan- mini, mini Panther. Panther. I don't know. So I, I could see him wearing a Seiko. You know. A lady Seiko. I got to go Hermes. You got to go Hermes. I yeah. might go Cartier. I'm going to go D. You're going D? I'm going D with the Cartier Mini yeah. Panther. Why is that? I don't know. He's got a little bit of money. So, you know, Cartier is kind of where some guys go, and he kind of fits that vibe. Or I think What he, is that vibe? Uh, it's hard to say. You know, just that long hair kind of. Pretty. No, that's pretty, not what I was getting at. Kind of. No, I don't know. Cool, I just suave. feel like he's a Cartier guy. Um, I mean, that's a that's a tiny watch. Hey, but Cartier is a tiny watch. Actually, they're all they're like all small. pretty the small. Seiko's probably like thirty three or thirty four millimeters. It's got delicate wrists. Um, that's why I'm going. He's only going to wrap that in cow, like cowhide, so <laughs> high grade leather. <laughs> yeah, Hermes at Cartier. That's got to be it. It's other C. Or you B. have to pick one corn. I, it's D. I'm There's going a Cartier. lot at stake. I'm going C. Okay, Tracy, you are correct. Let's <laughs> go. Get out of here, Matt. Let's go. Right. We're just we're, we're we're each one for we both failed. Yeah, we both. So. Yeah, we're, we're tied. <laughs> You are tied. That's right. Um, yeah, so a tiny panther. Men yeah. have been wearing smaller and smaller watches, not just smaller watches, but specifically like Cartier, tiny tanks, panther, things like that. Just um, vintage pieces. Specifically, I mean, they used so. to do that back in the eighties with vermeils yeah. and stuff like that. So I guess that trend is really coming back. It's cute. You can layer it with some bracelets, some black diamond bracelets, as we've talked about before. Tiny mm-hmm. tanks. I, I find it kind of funny that uh, we talked about the black diamond bracelets, and then uh, Blake has been advocating to get some black diamond men's jewelry in here, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. we got like, two new designers. So Very nice. Interesting. Yeah, another reason why I think he wears a Cartier is because Cartier kind of has a following behind it, and uh, people just love Cartier. And Hermes, you don't really see many people wearing Hermes watches, so that's kind of why I went. Cartier is a little bit more common, a little bit kind of a higher price point. He's got the money. So that's kind of why I went with that pick. And I knew I was right. Yeah, I knew Matt was wrong on this that is one. Not a, this is not <laughs> a, like, an act, like a post-game show, it, like question question and answer series. It should be. It should be. It should be. Because I kind of want to rub it in. 
Yeah, I think it was fun. You got one you can, right. You can rub it in, but you're both only 25% cool. So. True. Hey, that's fine. I'm fine. We'll take that. the 50 between us. Yeah. There you go. See? All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of Witch Watch. Witch Watch. On the Drinks and Diamonds With Matt podcast. and Corn. With Matt and Corn. With Matt and Corn. Why is your name Corn? We got to uh, clear that up. Yeah, I'll get that out of the way. My name's Cornelius Tracy. So uh, Cornelius is my first name. Tracy's my middle name. Uh, so Matt calls me Corn from Cornelius. No, I call him Corn because he's corny. Uh, I didn't even know his first name was Cornelius. <laughs> yeah, sure. Good I love one. that. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing this game with me, guys. It was fun. We'll yeah. have to do it again soon. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Rebecca. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Drinks and Diamonds podcast. Until next time, cheers. Thank you.